There's a powerful shift happening right now. Can you feel it? Have you experienced it? We are living in exciting times as a woman, and we are called to raise the bar, break the rules, and step up and lead from a place of unconditional love. Welcome to the Woman of Influence. I am Elise Ann, your host. I'm here to guide you on a journey to remember who you truly are, design a soul-fulfilling life, and live beyond your wildest dreams. Who is the Woman of Influence? The woman of influence allows God to use her for a purpose higher than herself, lives the fullest version of her life, is independent of the good opinion of others, and walks her talk while changing the lives of everyone she touches. Is this you? Then this is the go-to hangout place for you. You are here for a reason and the world needs you to be you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the unfolding. How are you? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, hello, hello. I am Elise and I am the host and founder of this amazing, thriving community, The Woman of Influence. How is everybody doing? So it is a Friday for me in Singapore, 8 a.m. So today I want to talk to you about creation, creating and manifesting. How to create and manifest anything you want. Anything, absolutely anything you want. So we have people from Ireland, hello, hello. New Zealand, hello, hello. Hello everybody. So this is a topic that I'm pretty sure it's dear and near to everybody's heart. Oh, it's 1am in London. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So before I continue, if you have a job, no, I just want a job. I just, I'm, hi, I'm from Paris. I'm reading the thing and I'm trying to think about this. Sorry about that. So if you have a question, do actually pop the question in the question icon and so I can get all the questions in one place otherwise I have to scroll through to get to your questions okay I can't promise you I answer all the questions, but I will pick the question that would be most beneficial to the collective good so you want if you want your answer your questions to be answered then think if you ask better questions you have better answers so ask yourself how is this question serving me is this empowering me or is it disempowering me and how is it serving the collective good as well because we are a community and we learn from one another okay so if you are at dire straits right now and if you are at you know rock bottom right now i know it's really hard for you to imagine or even believe that something good it's out there for you something good is waiting for you you can have the life of your dreams and first of all we have to banish the idea that other people can have it but not us other people can live the life that they want but not me so if you if you have this mentality then most of us we are victimizing ourselves thinking that we're not good enough we're less than other people can have it and not us so if you do have this thought i invite you to actually stop and pause and ask yourself this question does god the creator have a favorite child it might look and seem like you know god has a favorite child but god doesn't have a favorite child we all were created and we all are created from love by love and we are love and you must understand that why we are here on planet earth is to experience duality is to return to love is to experience love unconditionally so without the opposite how can we experience abundance love prosperity unconditional love so therefore the soul created situations like this i know it's a bit what but here it is we live in a world of duality and there's no way you can rebut that there's no way you can change the universal principles just like you can't change the law of gravity you like it you hate it whatever it is you know as women as we get older law of gravity is really against us so instead of going against it you work around it i have now these you know tools that helps me go against gravity and so now you know that you work around it right so instead of going against it because it's not going to happen 
but gravity also helps us stay everything in place. Like we're not floating all around the place. You know what I'm saying? So there are certain universal rules, universal laws that we cannot write it, rewrite it. And law of attraction is one of them as well. So law of attraction states like attracts like. And those of you who want the more, you know, the scientific thing, Einstein has talked about it. Einstein said, we attract what we radiate. We are all energy particles. We are all made up of energy. And so it's like the frequency to the radio channel. You know what's happening, right? If you want to listen to 100.3 FM, you basically tune it to 100.3 FM and you won't be able to hear 100.1 FM or 95 FM. So basically, we are all made up of frequencies. The universe is created with and it's operated by frequency. So if you can understand this intellectually and actually believe in this, then you will be able to win in the game. So life is like a game and there are rules to the game. If you don't know the rules, if you disobey the rules, obviously you're going to lose. You know, life, if you know the rules, then obviously you can thrive and win at the game. And it is your job to go find out and figure out what the rules of the games are so that you can thrive. Buddha said suffering, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So the fact that we, you have mind chatter, you know, you are in top with, you know, attracted toxic people, not in the job that you love, not in the relationship that you adore, that kind of thing, it is suffering. It all starts out with the mind. It all starts out with the mind telling you stuff. Our mind is always talking to us. So one of the things is you've got to block out your mind chatter or understand what is your mind trying to tell you. What I understand is the more you resist the mind, the more you tell it to shut up, the more it's going to come in other sneaky ways to come and kind of like sabotage you if you like. But really, it has a voice. It wants to say something. It's your, neg your, your mind chatter is basically the conditions of society, the conditions of how we were growing up, the conditions of other people's voices in our heads. And basically what I realized over the last couple of weeks is, you know, um, it's, it's the past self has something to say. You know, so you might be thinking, oh, you know, she's born in a, in a rich family, she's vulnerable, you're, you're, it's being disadvantaged. But understand that there's no disadvantages on the soul's perspective, the soul has specifically chosen a certain kind of body, a certain kind of location to experience what it wants to experience. So then it is your job to figure out what the soul's intention is, what the soul purpose is, because the soul is here to fulfill a lesson. True, you don't have to learn your lessons right now. You have free will. You've got to come back again to learn this lesson, right? And so you realize in life there are certain themes in certain time of your life and once you learn the lesson you get to move on you get to move on to the next level life is like the computer game you know you can't move on to the next level until you pass this level so those gamers would know like okay i'm gonna pass this level i'm gonna try i'm gonna know what's this the the, the system the strategies this is this and then i'm gonna beat the game so this is what life is all about, you know? So if you see life as a game, then it gets fun. You want to pass and get to the next level, to the next level. And with every level, it gets more and more difficult, right? But as you know, with games, as you get to each level, you get more and more rewards. You get more and more gifts. You get more and more equipped with this big life. So I want you to ask yourself, you want this big life, you want this mansion, you want the car, you want to be this leader, you want to make the money and ask yourself right now a very, very, very simple question. Are you actually ready for it? Do you actually believe you deserve all these things? It's not about not good enough or anything, but the universe responds and validates what we believe. And if you don't believe it and you say you want it, you create resistance. And the more resistance you create, the more situations that, that the universe is going to show to you, like you don't deserve this and you're going to be like, oh my God, it's true, I don't deserve this. So you need to come and rewire your brain. Whatever you say you want, you actually do believe you deserve this. See, our unconscious mind, that's why visualization works, right? Because your unconscious mind cannot tell the difference between reality and what's going on in your head. So when you curse somebody, when you are jealous of somebody, oh, you know what, yeah, good for her, I can't have it, the, the unconscious mind takes it as you don't want it. And so when you have such a dominant response and dominant emotion about that thing, 
the universe, the law of attraction responds to that dominant emotion. So you can chant all day long, I'm a millionaire, I've got the job that I want, I want this and I want that. You can chant all day long and you're thinking, why is, not, why is the universe not responding to me? That's because pay attention to your dominant emotion. The universe does not respond with words, does not respond to words. If it did, I'll be a skinny billionaire by now. Okay, right, you'll be a skinny billionaire by now. So what does it tell you? The universe does not respond to the word. So you can affirm, say positive things all day long and chant mantras all day long and nothing will happen. And you're thinking, oh my God, this stuff doesn't work, this stuff doesn't work for me. Yes, people say to write the gratitude journal, I did that. And why is it not working for me? That's because your dominant emotion is not in tandem with the things that you say you want. And you ultimately don't believe it. So the moment you don't believe it, that's a dominant emotion, right? You, the, the conviction of you not believing you deserve this is more than you actually believe this because we have so many past experiences that has proven to us that we cannot have it. So somehow you have to override this belief system by testing the universe, asking for smaller things first, find proof in the universe that you get to manifest whatever you want. So when you believe the resistance drop, when you the resistance drop, then the flow is like this rocket of desire goes up to the universe and explodes and the universe conspires to make that happen for you instantaneously right so the reason why we so the reason why we um i can't remember what i want to say i got distracted by this question so maybe i should answer this question first how do you unpick your dominant emotion from the rest you can feel it right you can feel it you can feel the discomfort you can feel like you don't believe it then you've got to get to know yourself. So many people don't know themselves. So you've got to ask yourself, you can feel it. So many people block out their emotions for the fear of negativity. Like, oh, I don't deserve this. You can feel it in your stomach. It's like you telling yourself the truth. Like, I'm a woman. If I say I'm a man, I feel uncomfortable. There you go. It's like your dominant emotion is, I don't believe. It's like, I'm a woman. I believe I'm a woman. I don't believe I'm a man. I am a woman. That's the dominant emotion. Right? When you lie to yourself, you can feel it. You know, it's like you can feel it. Somebody cheated on you, somebody betrayed you. You can feel that dominant emotion of sadness. That's your dominant emotion. You can feel it. I mean, it's like now go tell yourself, I'm a millionaire. It's like, yeah, right. That's the dominant emotion. You don't believe it. Right? So we are all vibration and all possibilities are in the unknown. Your future. It's not set in stone and you haven't experienced your future because right now there are multiple possibilities that can happen at this point. So your future depends on the decisions that you make right now. Everything is happening right now. Your past, your future is happening right now. So if that is true, that means your future, the things you mentioned, the, the, your million dollars, your whatever is happening right now. You've got to raise your vibration to match that vibration and you will experience this check in with your vibration you can feel it if you can't train yourself how are you feeling right now are you feeling crap about yourself are you feeling happy so that's that vibration that's that dominant vibration and thoughts are things scientists have come came up with this machine that you can measure thoughts thoughts are things thoughts are vibration the things that you tell yourself carries a vibration and the universe res law of attraction responds to that vibration okay so what you think you have to pay attention right so recently i'm doing a little bit of recalibration of my career like i've been doing so much of the same thing for the past 10 years and honestly i'm getting a little bored and if you are bored it's a sure sign that another level is calling for you you are ready for something bigger you're ready for more responsibilities and so you don't get to pass the and get to the next level until you pass this level and this level it can be an eternity it can be 10 years it can be 12 years it can be one minute it depends on you right how long and how fast you're, you you want to hold on to that lesson and not get out of the comfort zone and what i realized is this period of so-called trial and errors and challenges is to prepare you to become the woman that you've always wanted to be. So four years ago, five years ago, I had this amazing group called the Spiritual Entrepreneurs on Facebook. It's a Facebook group. And I had about 20,000 members then. And I had all the success that I wanted. I, I really did. And it was beyond my wildest dreams. 
but I lost it all at the end of the day. So now as I looked back, I know why I lost it all. And I was thinking to myself, you know, my peers and everybody started off before doing in my time. They are millionaires, they are ready and they're like going for it, blah, blah, blah. They have all the success and how come me, I'm not. And what I realized is that all the success that I want, I manifested it. But internally, I wasn't ready to hold on to the vibration. Internally, I still had a lot of work I needed to do. I needed to do a lot of self-work. I needed to do a lot of releasing. There was a lot of, I suppose, growing up. I was a girl back then, really, like a girl. Like, I needed life experiences to help me, to teach me, and grow me, and groom me into becoming a woman. When you become a leader, you need to be fearless. You need to kind of like just not have your inner child running around. You know what I mean? So those life, ex I needed those extra few years to, you know, like toughen me up and to give me that, you know, like all is okay. And I needed that few years to really, really work on my relationship with God and completely surrender and trusted him. So I needed those extra few years and here I am. You know, once I released the, I let go, I followed my intuition. I talked about it yesterday about, for, I had a, I have an IGTV about following your intuition. Once I released that, you know, like I followed my intuition, I followed my guidance. And then I, I came onto this um, Instagram and then I and hosting 240,000 members now. It's again beyond my wildest dream. So now I know that you know, not to be attached to anything because God has something even better for me. When I'm aligned with my soul purpose, then it's like I'm in the flow. Nothing terribly wrong can happen because everything that happens is for my highest good. So going back to how you can create your life, I've gone through shit hits the fan moment and I've gone through many days of rock bottom days. And I realized that as much as we complain about being at rock bottom, but I feel like if you have gotten... If you're at rock bottom, congratulate yourself because there's nowhere to go except up. If, if you're at rock bottom, that means you're done with tolerating. If you're at rock bottom, that means you have tried everything that you can possibly do and now you are left with nothing and this is the time to surrender to a higher power. Because otherwise, being control freaks, most of us are. Being control freaks, we would be like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to do this. You try to be in control. And when you try to be in control, we can only manifest our life based on what we believe and our past experiences, right? If this is as good as you can get, and you will think this is as good as you can get, like I can't imagine creating even something bigger because this is, we have limitations with our minds, right? So yes, the path of least resistance. So therefore, you have to, again, I forgot what I wanted to say. Um, what was I talking about? And so, therefore, you have to really rewire your thinking. Um, and this is, how, this is how you create your life. This is how I create my life. It's like, even though I'm at, oh, I talk about rock bottom. So, if you're at rock bottom, congratulate yourself. Because this is the place where you really surrender to a higher power beyond yourself and say, I don't know. I've done everything. You know, like, show me. This is where you really humble yourself. At that point, I really humbled myself. I don't know. I've done everything. I know how I can do what I can do. And I don't know. Now you show me. And so at this point, you are inviting divine intervention, divine guidance into your life. Otherwise, we are still trying to figure things out. It's like we pray and we are wondering why God's not helping me. The universe is not on my side because we're still in control. And in the Course in Miracles, it says when we are in control, we are in competition with God because we are telling God, you know what? I know better. You just sit back and relax. I know better. I know how to deal with this. So God's going to sit back and relax. So you go deal with it, right? But the soul and the God is very, and God is very patient. They will wait. They're not going to forsake you. And until this moment where you're like, okay, I don't know. I don't know show me how and then that's when you know like the divine intervention can take place otherwise we're still in control the ego is very much in control so during my rock bottom days it's not like i have and i'm it's not like i'm just sprouting this out in there all i can do is surrender all i can do is pray all i can do is wait all i can do is be patient because the more i try the more impatient i get and this is the time where god really wants us to learn patience we are so impatient, right? We want something and we want it done immediately. You know, we need to be patient to cultivate our character, cultivate um, just us being us and be more 
you know in a more loving space and yeah there's just so much we can learn and think about this to be a great leader right to be, think of oprah her vortex her vibration is so huge it took her 30 years to get here and i'm like i'm i was so impatient back then and i told myself if this is my life's work then what am i being impatient about you know it's not like i don't have food on the table it's like why why am i so eager to get there you know what is my point and so i got to redefine what my life's work is what am i passionate about what do i stand for and then i became patient okay you know what i'm i will be patient if oprah t- took 30 years to create this massive empire and i needed really some kind of like less more lessons to build myself up to build myself to become the leader to become you know the frequency that i'm able to hold a bigger frequency and to basically become a better person to live yeah i am willing to wait once i was willing to wait then i'm willing to engage with everything that is showing up in my life obviously there are certain things i want to experience so like i said i'm going through a recalibration of my work right now and and i really needed needed to ask myself you can't wait for god or the universe to tell you what to do they can show you like signs okay you know like i really can't see the big vision right now at that time so because i've manifested everything that i wanted i've been on radio i've been on tv i've won awards i've this i've, I've created co- beautiful communities i've like you know, experience, I've made six figures, I have lost my money, and it's like I've experienced everything that I said I wanted, and so now what, you know, and so I can't see this, so perhaps you can do this too, ask God to dream a bigger dream for you, and show you how that looks like, and pay attention to those visions, and that was exactly what I did, and so I got a, I feel like I'm ready to play a much bigger game, and take up more responsibility, and so then I decided to dream bigger, like, okay, I'm ready to speak on stages. I'm ready. To, I'm just ready, you know? And then speaking geeks started to happen. And I started to see myself as a, you know, part of the panel. And I, and so I just had my first speaking gig in such a long time, um, two days ago. And it was so amazing. I feel like I've evolved as a speaker. I feel like my content has evolved. And it's just so different compared to, say, three, four years ago when I was still in my ego space trying to prove a point. So all these takes time to build, you know, and over the past years, I've been working on forgiving a person, which is so difficult, and finally recently, I'm able to let go. Once I was able to let go, then all these beautiful things started to show up. I have another business opportunity and this and that, and it's happening. I'm going to share it with you soon, and I'm opening up my coaching slots right now like to coach again i know some of you really need that extra help so if you do need that personal coaching mentoring and you're ready to invest in yourself then go ahead and click the link on my bio and let's schedule a free 30 minutes call and let's just see how to get you from where you are to where you want to be and there are other things in my business that okay it's not lighting me up anymore i'm going to remove this and so you get to create this is how you create like you follow your highest bliss you follow your highest excitement this might sound like what you know so for such a long time we've been told our desires are not good enough we've been told what to do for the first time in a long time you take your power back and you start to create so that is taking back responsibility over your life versus like oh you know she's gonna tell me what to do and you just do it it's up to you you know if you want to be the master of your life or someone is the master of your life it's completely up to you and so it's like the universe, the law of attraction does not have a favorite child. It does not show any discrepancy. It doesn't have any discrepancy. It does not have favoritism. It works. Nobody is special enough to avoid the law of attraction. It works for all. So you might be telling me, oh, I'm born here, I'm born there. It doesn't matter. It's like the law of attraction works for you anyhow. You know, have you, what, have you watched or have you read stories where people were homeless and they are now multimillionaires? You know, people are millionaires and they lost everything and now they are homeless. So nothing is constant. Nothing is constant. It's about you and life experiences. At the end of the day, it's what the soul wants to experience, the lessons it needs to learn. You know, so don't be afraid of rock bottom. I, I've gone through rock bottom so many times and it's not like I want to go back there again. But, you know, because I haven't learned my lesson and those rock bottom moments are needed for me to bang 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 you know otherwise you know the universe always show you signs hello it's time to 
work on this, hello, hello. The universe shows it's very gentle at the beginning and then we avoid the signs, we avoid the signs and bam! And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's where the shit hits the, shit hits the fan moment until we learn the lesson. And so now I finally learned the lesson and I'm like, hell no, that's it. I'm done with, I'm done with those days. I finally got how, what is God trying to tell me? It's like how life works and, you know, and hopefully I don't have to go through rock bottom again and if I do, I know how to navigate myself and I'm not saying that it doesn't feel shitty. It does. It really does feel shitty. But this shitty moment does not end. It all will be well at the end of the day. You know, I'm sure you've gone through shitty times and look, at the end of the day, you're still in one piece. You're still alive, right? And as long as we are still alive, as long as we are still breathing, God's not done with us. We have not seen the best yet. The best is yet to come. We are not done yet. So, you know, this is your time to refigure yourself out and, re you know, eliminate those belief systems that doesn't work and really ask yourself, what is it that you truly want to experience? And, you know, those brides, those of us who have gotten married before, I don't know about you, but for me, I lost weight in record time because I wanted to fit into the, you know, the gown and because there's a sense of urgency. So perhaps you need to kind of like redream again and ask yourself, is this something that I truly want to experience? Because sometimes we get sucked into other people's dreams for us, you know, and if that's the case, it's not going to be exciting. You've got to be excited about your dreams and every single day, got to recommit to your dream. Is this what I truly want? And if this is what you truly want every single day, you would make choices. You will make decisions that would move you forward to those dreams. I write a lot. Um, what I realized is what I wrote comes true. What I write comes true. So write in your journal exactly what you want. You know, in the past when I was making like $1,500, $2,000 a month, and it was just beyond me how I am not able to break through a $5,000 ceiling cap. And that was what I wrote. I want to, I am now making $5,000 a month. And I happened to look back at my, this was many years ago. I happened to look back at my journal and I'm like, oh my God, everything came true. It is true. It is real. So everything you write down becomes a reality, but because you don't, Pay attention to it every single day. Whatever you want, that order is shoot out to the universe. The universe receives it. And when you don't like have resistance, like I, I don't when you don't pay attention to it, like, oh I'm making final like you drop the resistance and then it will happen. Like you don't even know how it happened, but it will happen. Somehow it will happen. So we have to let go of that resistance because the more you want something, the more you don't have. You wouldn't want something that you have okay it's like if you already made five thousand dollars you wouldn't say i want to make five thousand dollars you would say i want to make ten thousand dollars right if you have a beautiful relationship you wouldn't want to look for another relationship right because you already want you already have it so you wouldn't want something that you have so this is where you have to trick yourself into manifesting so if you already have it it's your life it will be flowing it to you so what you want you don't have because what you want you're telling the universe i don't have and the universe is going to respond to that emotion of what i don't have so the more you want five thousand the more you don't have five thousand right so you can always say the five thousand is coming on the on the way on the it's coming it's on the way or you can just tell yourself just imagine play what if because when you play what if it's like all possibility it's not like it has to happen so what if you had five thousand dollars how would you feel like so play make believe children love to do this somehow we grow up and then we're like oh you know this is too childish but this is the magic this is the secret of manifesting is to play make believe what if you are the leader of the tribe what if you actually is running a multi-million dollar company how would that feel like how would that feel like what would you be doing so think from where you are start from where you are but think from where you want to be because at that level you're not going to be thinking at this level so you can always ask yourself well if i'm this leader what would i be thinking if i'm oprah what would i be doing how would i be looking at this and how would i be you know looking at this situation so write it down Write it down, write it down, tell your story, tell your story the way you actually want. Otherwise, you will be telling your story in another way, you know, in your head and you are manifesting that story. Okay.
Alrighty, so I'm gonna be answering. So this is a great question. How to manifest for job and money? It's suffocating me. I have a responsibility of whole family. It's been five months of unemployment. Please suggest. I can totally relate. Like I say, when you are stuck, when you have no money, you know, it's really hard to manifest. You know, um, and it's really harder to manifest when you are in a desperate situation. It's really very hard because when you are sending out desperate and needy vibes, all you are sending out is desperate and needy vibes because that's a dominant emotion and ultimately you don't have faith and trust. And you are saying it's suffocating me. So when it's suffocating you, you're not creating space. You're not seeing and you are in this low vibration even if the job is presenting itself to you but you can't see it because you're not in that same vibration. So if trying to you know, being in this space, worrying doesn't help, then I suggest you try the other way and to believe there is another path for you. So now, act as if as it's happening. Feel like there are job offers coming to you. Ask yourself, how does it feel? What kind of job do you want? I mean, at this space, you don't, I mean, this is a great space for you to create and attract and manifest the job that you truly desire because you are manifesting anyway. It takes no extra effort for the universe to manifest $1 or $1 million. So why not ask for more? Okay, it's whether you believe you deserve it or not. So I would suggest instead of spending the time to worry, spend the time to write down all the dreams and see how that feels like for you, you know, and ask yourself, what is the lesson here? What is the lesson you needed to learn? With money, maybe you need to learn to be smarter with money so that you don't freak out the next time when, you know, another retrenchment happens or another employment happens because it does happen, right? So maybe you need to learn to be smarter with money. Ask yourself, what, how did you get yourself here? Obviously, you know, I feel like we can learn a lot through history. You know, if we don't learn from history, history is going to repeat itself again and we all have personal histories. If you don't learn like your personal history, how the hell you got yourself here, you're going to repeat again because you haven't learned the lesson. History will repeat itself. It's just like the family history. It will repeat and repeat and repeat until one conscious family member, like, you know, like this is done. I'm done with it. So I suggest you put the word out as well as, you know, put the word as well. Do yourself a favor. I'm looking for a job. I'm looking for a job. You know, if you have a job, please refer to me and all that kind of thing obviously you've got to be proactive as well and on your side the universe has to validate what you believe and here you are it's suffocating so the universe has to validate your relationship with you okay um this is the time like i say rock bottom is the time where you really build that faith and relationship with god and with yourself and ask yourself how did you get yourself here i mean I know it sounds really woo-woo, but I promise you when I had no money, I, had, I really had no choice but to surrender. And then once I surrendered and I, you know, know how I, like, I just know and believe that something good will happen. I can't see, like at this, at that point in time, I really can't see how it's happened, but I really truly believe, you know, God's not going to take me here just to get me here. And I know God's not going to take me, give me something that I cannot handle. You know, and so I had to believe. And the moment I believe, things started to happen miraculously. Even up to now, like the things I say I want, I want to experience, it shows up in my inbox. It shows up in my inbox, you know. Um, yeah. Write it all down, write it all down, okay? I love this question. I am 32 and single. The idea of I have to get married is getting me what to do. And so I used to be a love and relationship coach, right? And I used to coach older women, like 35. And a lot of women come to me because they feel like time is, you know, time is taking their, you know, like they're going to be left on the shelf and they're getting worried and I'm Chinese. So there's a lot of stigma about women left on the shelf, you know, after a certain age, it's not successful, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, this is what society tells us and expects of us as women, right? But then I would ask them this one question. Let's remove all this stigma. Let's remove all this what women should do at a certain age. We need to get married. We need to get a husband and all that, right? What is it that you want to do? Do you want to get married? Do you want to be in a relationship? 
And most of them will tell me, no, I don't. And then if you don't, then don't. Otherwise, you are living someone else's expectation of you. Look, I'm married. I'm getting a divorce soon. And I really think marriage is a scam to a certain degree. And I feel like in the past, we were told you need to get married to, you know, um, you just need to get married. They complete you. I complete you. It's full of crap, you know. It's like you complete yourself first. And then the union is not in a codependency. The man cannot... The man is not responsible for your dreams. The man is not responsible for your happiness. And if it, if it is, you will be very miserable, miserable because there's a lot of expectation and the dude will be miserable to constantly keep up with your expectation. And in the long run, this relationship is not going to last. So if you want that mansion, if you want this, your million dollars, go for it yourself. You know, you will be in such a great space. So if you don't want to get married, then don't get married. Whose belief system is that? Ask yourself, what is it that you truly, truly want? Yes, we all want to experience love. We all want to be loved. But the most important thing is you must love yourself first. You must respect yourself before the dude can respect you. You know, so many people asking me, like, why am I in a toxic relationship? My boyfriend cheated on me. Well, you need to ask yourself, how have you been abusing yourself? How have you been? How have you cheated on yourself? Because the law of attraction does not lie. Like attracts like there must be a part of you that have attracted this dude, this frequency into your life, right? So, ladies, don't have to get married if you don't want to get married. Heck, you can even have a child and not get married. In this modern day, you get to say who you want to be, what you are, how you want to live. Seriously, if you don't want to get married, don't get married. Wait, wait for the right guy to come along. Wait till you feel good. Wait till, you know, it, marriage is not a guarantee. Marriage is not a guarantee. If you get married, there's always a possibility of you to get a divorce. If you get a job, there's always a possibility of you getting fired. There's always a possibility of so many other things. And in a marriage, you need to work at it. Getting married is not like, oh, you know, happily, live happily ever after, like how... The fairy tales are that's when the real work begins that's when the real work begins so you know it's like you've got to ask yourself what are, what's your true worst desire and 32 you're still so young you're still so young and there's just so much more life has to offer for you and give yourself a few years to get yourself more mature and I promise you like at my age during those days, it's like we don't have this prep talk, right? Nobody talks about this. And all of my friends at my age are like either, okay, I think only like 5% honestly is like happy with their marriage. But otherwise, it's like, it's bland, you know, it's really bland. It's like we're just surviving for the sake of surviving, just staying for the sake of staying. And I do, you know, ask those ladies who are in their 50s and their 60s, now that they know better, would they have still chosen the same husband? And I'm telling you, 90% says no. So as we grow as a woman, we make different choices for ourselves because we are more comfortable in our own skin. We know what we want. We know what we don't want. We know what we can tolerate, what we can compromise, what we can't compromise. As when you're so much younger, you don't dare to voice that out, you know? But when you get older, there's nothing to prove anymore. You, you know, give yourself another three, four years, I promise you, you have a different mindset and you will be a woman, like a full-grown woman and you will know what you want for sure and you know what you cannot compromise and that's important, you know? Alrighty. What's the best way to motivate yourself to do something? I think nobody can motivate you. Motivation comes from internal. So you need to ask yourself, is this something that you truly want to experience? If you truly want to experience that, you don't need a lot of motivation. You just do it. Like I said, you know, when I was getting married, I wanted to fit into that gown. I do not need external motivation. I do not need to watch like those motivational sit-up videos or exercise videos. I just want to do it. I want to motivate. Like I want to fit into that gown. So the result must motivate you. The result must excite you. When you're excited about your dreams, you will do the necessary steps. You don't need direction. You don't need anybody to nag at you. You, don't, you just don't need. You will just do it. So it must be something that you truly, truly want to 
experience. And so you need to check with yourself. Why do I want to experience this? Right? Good. What do you do when you always have an inferiority complex? When you have an inferiority complex, that means you're always comparing yourself to other people. Of course, if you're going to compare yourself to other people, oh, she has this body, she has this do, she has this bag, of course, you're going to suffer an inferiority complex because you're never good enough, right? And so this is where you need to really ask yourself, what am I good at? What am I good at? and focus on your good points versus just bashing yourself up. This is where your self-talk is really so important. You have to have a you ha you have to be your greatest cheerleader. I know what you mean because I suffered hard to believe, but yes, I suffered low as self-esteem for a long time and inferiority complex like she can have this business, why can't me blah 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 blah. But I'm comparing my soul journey. I'm comparing my own development to other people's development i'm comparing my speed to their speed obviously it's going to drive me crazy obviously it's going to you know so i just ignore everything and i just stay focused and follow my guidance follow my vision follow what i want to do and you got to build that confidence slowly but surely surely but surely slowly something like this right you gotta tell yourself you are awesome and i am awesome so the other day and you, the other day uh, i had this talk right and they were asking me how did I learn to write the way I write and I'm like because I'm amazing <laughs> you know it's like because I'm amazing you know so somebody told you that you're not good enough it could be your parents it could be someone else but you've got to overwrite that voice and you got to tell yourself I'm amazing and I'm amazing why shouldn't I be not amazing I'm a child of God I'm created by love with love I'm a child of God I am a child of God. I am a child of God and God loves me. God loves me. Why should I let other people decide how I should feel about myself? Why should I this why should I deny and dishonor God? Cuz I am I'm I'm created perfect. You know? So self-talk you got to talk yourself through and next question is how do you overcome stress created by your surroundings which again your surroundings does matter if you are hanging out with people if your surroundings is constantly telling you you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough then obviously you're going to believe them and it's so hard to move up and so you got to give your you know move to another circle and um you know only hang out with people who you know really really want the best for you oh you have to be your own best friend girls you know ladies you have to be your own best friend at some point i realized you know when i was going through those shit in the fan moments and my really down 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 moments like down like rock bottom you know in my 20s i could easily call out my girlfriends but now at this age people are busy they're all around the world they have children nobody has the time to not many people have the time to sit with me for 2 hours to chat with me you know those girlfriend chats and so I realized, you know, what's the point of calling them? Because at the end of the day, it's still my decision. I still have to go through this myself. I have to make through the decisions. That was when I realized that I have to be my best friend. I have to have my back. And on this spiritual journey or personal development journey, at some point, you have to walk this journey on your own, for yourself, and by yourself, and alone. Because from that space, you don't need anybody to decide you are not in codependent with anybody you don't need to seek anybody's validation permission you are the boss of your life and that was a great turning point for me so now i can make decisions independently um i still seek advice don't get me wrong i still do but most of the decisions and thought process i can come up with myself i don't depend on someone else i don't need to chat for two hours to like okay get this get this over and done with i am independent you know i'm not emotionally dependent on anybody okay so i am my best friend all right so going to the next question how do you overcome stress created by surrounding you allowed that stress to overcome you you gave that power i mean life will do what life wants to do you cannot control life so that you are stressed because you are trying to control the situation and you are wanting the situation to be a certain way so that you can be at peace you can't control the situations you can't control anybody and the only person you can control and manage is you so ask yourself what's so stressed about why are you giving 
up that power like it's not worth it you know at my age you know I have white hair sprouting out I really ask myself and I put on weight because of stress and I've told you a million times and I told myself this age is not worth it it's not worth it to stress myself like I'm feeling a bit stressed okay it's not worth it it's not worth my time it's not my worth my energy it's not worth killing my billions of cells over this issue that does not serve my highest good it does not you know it's like god forbid a wrinkle shows up because of this it's absolutely not worth it you got to self-talk your way out like you know let them be who they want to be and you go ahead and be who you want to be it's like your opinions don't pay my bills you know it's like and go meditate and get the system out write it out and you know just release that negative energy out like write it out scream into the pillow if you need to like you know just release that energy out of your body because really at this age right now i don't want to have another white hair sprouting out of my head or i don't want to create more wrinkles on my face it's just not worth it those situations is not worth my time and my energy my peace is more valuable anything that robs me of my joy of living in and out is too expensive ain't doing that you know it gets over you get to get to this space when you you know kind of like abuse yourself so often that you realize you know i really love myself i shall not abuse myself You're so welcome, darling. Yeah, you're right. Heartbreak makes me think so that I am good enough and lack money sometimes. You know, it's like the lack of time, lack of money. We all have that. It's a collective belief system. It's a collective belief system. So when I'm in lack, I ask myself, what do I have right now? And I always remind myself, it could be worse. It could be worse even if you have $1 in your bank account. You could have negative 10000 So $1 is good. You've got to you know, put your thoughts into perspective. You know, like sometimes I think when I spin, like, oh, I wish I have a million dollars. But I don't need a million dollars right now. And what I have in my bank account is more than enough right now. And I'm grateful for that because the ego will always spin stories for you to, I don't know, it's like the ego just spins stories so that so that it can stay alive so what is reality right now always of course we all we, we can have more time we can have more money obviously right but do you need it right now do you need it right now i know it's go oh, i need to pay my rent on time da, 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 da. but ask yourself so far have you always been paying your bills on time if not then this is the time for you to become more responsible for your life because you have been irresponsible you know with your life and therefore your bills are not paid on time so that's a lesson right there there's always a lesson all right what would you say to someone going through medical problems and not being able to work it really takes a mental toll on my life i mean right now the good thing about being in a virtual reality is that you don't have to be there physically. Right now, look, Stephen Hawking, right? Like he can't speak, he can't move, but yet he can do what he wants to do. Look at Nick, what Nick, I can't pronounce his last name, but Nick, the guy, the dude without hands and legs. He's going through life. He's living a best life. So it's like, I think sometimes, yes, the medical situation is there, but are you using it as an excuse not to be able to work? There are so many things that you can do, you know? I mean, we have virtual realities right now. There's virtual offices. You know, what can you do to contribute to the virtual reality? You have to have a skill. Like, I believe regardless of who we are, where we are right now, having a skill is so important. Like, go learn how to manage social media accounts. Go learn how to build a website. You don't need to be there physically, you know, unless it requires you, like you're a dentist, you're a doctor, you need to be there physically to open up the heart and all that, right? So I think, like, we need to have a skill right now. Like, me being a healer, I can send energy remotely. I can sell something. Like, you can always sell something online. It really, there is no excuses. It's like, when you release you know, the excuse, like, I have medical problems, release it, I have a member, she is, she's handicapped, like, like, she's born, and she's on wheelchairs, she is a editor, she is a copywriter, she's not allowing her disabilities to stop her from contributing to society, you know, so a lot of times, not 
like even healthy people like oh you know i have my children mothers always say i have my children i have to pay attention i have this i have that we are always using excuses to not live our best life you know if it's taking a mental toll on you then go ask yourself what can you do virtually ask around how can i help like without leaving your own home there's just so many things you can do so many things write them all down there is no excuses you know the excuses is only limitation limited to the mind brainstorm with somebody like i really need help what can i do like go babysit or something right like so many things so once you remove like i have medical problems again like i have medical problems what does that statement say you are claiming this is my medical problem i have a problem and so therefore i'm a victim right So I enjoyed my hand and time. So set up, see, set up, you can set up a stall. There are so many dropship kind of like stalls right now. You know, it's limited. If you expand your mind to abundance, there are so many things you can do. You know, there is really a lot of things you can do. Be an affiliate. You know, build up your platform, be an affiliate for someone else, sell someone else's products, sell someone else's programs. There are so many things, there's a million and one things you can do, you know. You injured your hands, Nick Bojovic, he does not have hands and legs. Listen to that. Nick Bojovic, you go check him out, he's an Australian preacher. He does not have hands and legs. And yet he's doing it. He now, he's married, beautiful wife, three gorgeous children. Beautiful. Okay, beautiful. Physicality, we have our limitations. Mentally, we do not have any limitations. Our mind does not have any barriers. Our mind do not have any borders. It does not. You know, it's like so many, so many times, even healthy people, we imprison ourselves through our mindset. We can't do this. We can't do this. No, it's too difficult. I can't do public speaking. No, I can't do this. It's like you don't have to get your physicality removed to limit yourself so often healthy people limit ourselves as well you know um and i can give you an advice like not advice i can give i share my story with you like i'm in this marriage for such a long time and i'm so unhappy so unhappy so unhappy and then i keep blaming my partner for it right i keep blaming it's so easy to blame other people and then to a point i ask myself you know what how did i get myself here I imprisoned myself. I put myself here. I can always get out of this marriage. But I didn't. I imprisoned myself. I put myself in an invisible prison that I think I can't get out. And all I need to do is just walk out. It's just that simple. You know, there's this story. It's not a story. It's a fact. Where how, you know, these elephant show, circus, train and break the elephant so when they were babies they tie their legs on this thick chain so when the baby moves it knows it cannot break free and so it conditions the baby the elephant is thinking if there's something on your feet you can't move and so as the baby grows up as the baby elephant grows up all it has is a very thin chain around the leg with this humongous animal right now, it can clearly, obviously just, you know, shrug it and the chain would break. But it's so conditioned in the body that it doesn't do it. It is so obedient to that tiny little chain on its leg. And I heard this from Deepak Chopra. He says, you know, they did an experiment where the first generation of cows, um, they put them in a in a fence where the fence has electricity so you know how it's like you touch it and like go and so it trains the cow not to go to the fence and surprisingly and amazingly this information this fear is passes down seven generation oh i'm having the chills as i say this listen to this the fear of touching the fence the obedience passes down seven generations so a lot of our fears 
are not ours is being passed down so you gotta go check in with your fear what are you really afraid of what are you really afraid of our fears are very irrational and most of the time we fear our fear so when you no longer fear your fear and you are confident and ready to check your fears out what are you really afraid of then you set yourself free you set yourself free okay Alrighty, so I have this question over and over again, so obviously you must be, you know, how to have confidence? Well, to be honest, the first day of doing live streams, I'm not confident. The first day of anything, we're not confident. Confident comes with practice. Confident doesn't come with just reading a book and then thinking that, oh, everything is going to be okay. Confident requires practice. Confidence is just practice. Practice makes perfect. Practice speaking, practice speaking up. Oh my God, the first time I was invited to speak, I was scared shitless. The first time I attended a networking event, oh my God, it's like seriously, my knees were knocking so bad, it caused a turbulent and earthquake on the table. Like, you know? And the more I do it, the more confidence I have, the more like, okay, it's about fear, right? Overcoming your fear like it's really overcoming your fear and so right now what i'm afraid of i actually will do it if i'm afraid of public public speaking i will do it because i do not want the fear to paralyze me okay um you know it's like i don't want the fear to control me so the opposite of confidence is fear right and also to help me i don't care what other people think of me it's okay for me to look foolish even if i walked on the stage in my trip and fall hopefully i don't but if i do and it's like okay just like ha ha everybody okay you know just make a fool of yourself and it'll be fun and it's okay when you feel like oh shit i feel so stupid everyone is laughing i promise you like look take put yourself in this in that position if somebody falls off the stage we are not bullies here we are grown as adult women and men the first thing is, are you okay? We are not thinking, what a stupid fool. No, we are not 10-year-old bullies, right? I mean, if a child trips and falls in front of you, unless you are a bully, you're like, oh, you know, good for you, yeah, 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 I'll be good. But, you know, but if you are an adult and if you are a mother, if just basically a sensible adult and a matured adult and a, an adult who has love and, you know, you... You will go up and say, hey, kid, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I hate it if adults bully children. I would go up and tell the adult off, like, what the hell are you doing? I have no qualms about this. There's no need to generate any confidence because I just think this is not right. I feel in my gut this is not right for a, bu uh, for a child to be bullied or a child to be bullied by other children. I will step in even though this is not my child. I don't know where the confidence comes from, but I will do it. You know, many years ago when I was still working on my issues, so um, my, my daughter, we were at the coffee shop. It was, as the, you know, there's this, you know, it's a free sitting. So my daughter actually got to the table first. And this lady went to take her, the table and, and I felt like she was bullying my daughter. You have no idea how, how a monster, what a monster I turned myself into. I actually screamed at that woman, okay? It's like, this is so drama, okay? I promise it happened. It's like, I was so angry and she has a child and I have three children. Like, don't tell me you have children. I have children too. And she refused to leave the seat and I actually walked away. I walked away and the more I thought about it, the, the angrier I became. I actually walked back and I yelled at her again, okay? So I don't know where that came from because for me, I'm so private, you know? I'm just so afraid of what other people think of me and I don't want to be on, you know? you know, on YouTube for doing crazy shit. But at that time, I just did it because I wanted to defend my child. And as I worked through it, I felt like, okay, I, I, I did that because I felt like my mom didn't defend me enough when I was a child. So I was really triggered. And I just went there and screamed at that lady. And then guess what? She, they were so embarrassed, they left the table. And, and I just sat there. And I just sat there and I just screamed at her. And I've never done this in my life ever, ever, ever before. So when I did that, I realized I have that power within myself. I don't have to, I have, don't have to be bullied, you know, I have a voice. So it's like, it's, you know, confidence happens when you 
engage with life and you just do things outside your comfort zone and it's about you believing that you are enough you believe that you are enough you know it's like i you have to have your great self-talk you have to be your good cheerleader for yourself and i can tell you this i have been diminishing bashing myself up for the past three years before i built this the woman of influence group right it, i had the three miserable years i had three years of rock bottomness believe this okay and those three years were for me to figure myself out and boom once i figured myself out here you go the woman of influence right and those three years were horrible i didn't know how money was going to show up i it's like i lost my sense of purpose right um so yeah i have like 24 seconds left so i will see you next monday which is your sunday if you're in the states region but um i love being with you thank you for all your questions and have a great weekend i'll talk to you soon okay take care love you all bye bye